Hey, if you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. You're unbelievable. Well, good Thursday morning, everybody. And boy, is it a good Thursday morning. The city of Houston could not have done better. Winning cups, winning huge baseball games is, in your eyes, is Hector Norris a hero or a superhero? Which which of the two is Hector Norris? Well, if I'm going to use the Avengers as my model, there's, there's some Avengers that are superheroes because they have, like, actual superhuman powers they're not of this world like thor is a a god from a different world no tony stark is a hero with a suit that makes him super does oh. that uniform make hector Norris a superhero when he puts on the astros uniform it makes him a superhero he's one of particularly because of who he challenged and what he did i would call him a superhero like others yesterday could be in hero form like Pena is an Astro, but did he have a great game yesterday? No, he's kind no, of a but, hero. He's just a hero. He's but, one of the. He's like Hawkeye. He's one of the lower level Avengers. But Nerys came out and Nerys, used his super, yes. used his superpowers. Yes, to strike out Julio, to strike out Julio Although Rodriguez, and then out. go after him. And then oh, Julio Rodriguez after Nerys turns his back and starting walking to the dugout. Now all of a sudden you got to hold me back. Hold me back. That's the worst. Well, it's, that's baseball. That's the worst. I tip. That's baseball. Like tipping your cap. You're not going to actually get in a fight. You're not going to actually tip your cap. You're just going to say it. You're going. Yeah, that too. And you're not going to get in a fight. You're just going to say it. Oh, now hold me back. And the ump is holding. Him, and he's like, oh, to, ah, shut up, Julio Rodriguez. If you don't know, you don't know. Sorry. I can't believe that the entire city of Houston didn't stay up to watch this. Well, they might night. have been overwhelmed by the Dynamo winning the U.S. Open Cup title. You have to fall asleep after that. Well, how could you fall asleep when you're as excited about the Open you, Cup you've title? You've expended so much energy watching them. That you think it's like it's like where you just pass out. Yeah. you. Yeah. you the relief of holding on to win a 2-1 two, in Miami with Inter-Miami not having Messi or Jordi Alba. The relief of winning that cup. You fall asleep. You don't get to watch the Astros. You find out this morning that they won. Oh. And Norris challenged Julio Rodriguez. Was- because you were so, so, well, you were spent, in, in other yes. words, you said. Yeah. Yes, you expended a lot of energy yeah. watching your team yeah. win a title, and you didn't have enough left. Yeah. So, um, I don't know that that was the case. I think probably, you know, 9 o'clock first pitch, That's that really, really, really sucks. But it, it was what it was, and the Astros win it. Eight to three, the final, and now have a huge advantage—an eighty-three percent chance of making the postseason. While uh, the Mariners moved down to twenty-seven percent. Mariners and Rangers start the four-game series tonight, the final series of the season for both of those teams. And the Astros' road is pretty clear. They head to Arizona, who's in the middle of a dogfight. Arizona's in the middle of a dogfight to get into the postseason as well. So this is going to be really, really good to see, uh, you know, whether whether or not you can overcome Strami. Strami knows most of the, most of these hitters. Here's the thing, though: I don't know how you can get Michael Brantley out ever. You cannot get that man out. Did he have to start warming up at four p.m. I Seattle think maybe four in the morning. To, okay, so then, that's why he hit like he did last. That's night? That's why he hit like he, he did last. He, night. he got the juices flowing about. Four in the morning, local Pacific time. He was ready to go by the time the ball game rolled around. How about four hits from Michael Brantley in that situation? Dude hasn't played. What was the last time he played? He hasn't played in so long, and here he is coming up with four hits. Forget, he never needs a rehab. Michael Brantley is Kawhi Leonard. Just put him out there on the floor. He hadn't played since Sunday, September 17th. September 17th. And ten days later, he's getting four knocks. Four knocks again in a in the biggest game of the season. And make no mistake, it was the biggest game and it was the biggest win of the season. And it had plenty plenty of stuff. So <clears throat> the Near East thing. For those of you who hadn't heard, last year, I mean, there are all kinds of videos out now on Twitter of exactly what happened and why Near East was going after. And Near East won't admit it. 
He didn't admit it in the post in the post game. But last year, Julio Rodriguez hit a home run to right field on him. John's dying. I got this coffee is just making my throat. So Rodriguez hit the home run to right field on him. Carried the bat halfway down the first. The Astros dugout. This was at Minute Maid, and the Astros dugout is on the first baseline. <clears throat> and he carried the bat, and he had some words for the Astros dugout as he was getting the first base, dropped the bat about halfway down, and then had all kinds of antics around the bases. That happened last year. Nerys was carrying receipts. I was watching. It's just funny to, to think about perspectives of what you say happened. And I watched the Seattle broadcast of the game, and they – had the video, they went to search back and find what could possibly have upset Hector Norris. And they played the same video and said he didn't, Julio Rodriguez did nothing. He did absolutely nothing wrong. Well, they did, there was no video of him running down to first base. Well, they actually pulled it. They showed him carrying the bat and everything. And their, their estimation was there's nothing wrong with that. I, it's just funny to think about how you saw it and how the Seattle guy saw it. What, what's, what's the issue? What's the problem? Well, and Julio Rodriguez had the issues that he had with the team. Let's not forget the last time Seattle was here, there was all kinds of shenanigans going on. Thanks to Scott Service. Yes. They, you know, they card-carrying a-hole. This is what they did. As that was going on and they are getting their, their heads beat in, so they had to talk about other stuff, they played the recent issues with the, mm. between the Astros and the Mariners. And like I said, they, fought, they got back to the home run that he hit, and they – and they said, what's the issue? And they also showed when Fromber was here and, and, and Julio was talking to Fromber and Nerys was standing right next to Julio Rodriguez and Fromber, and they were trying to decipher what could have possibly upset Nerys. You point to the home run, and they go, nothing. We don't know what the deal is. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Seattle's broadcast, yes. right? Um, while the rest of us are, are – we're unbiased here. Clearly. Okay. So we, we have a different opinion of it. They can have their bias. Yeah, opinion. I came in and we got to the Julio Rodriguez thing. And you said some ugly things about what should happen to Julio Rodriguez or well, what he was as a person, Well, he, even though you don't know him at all. No, but that's a young guy that needs to learn how to play the game right. <laughs> okay. All right, bitch. Okay. Okay. That's a young guy that needs to learn. And Nerys is teaching him. That's well, a life lesson for Julio Rodriguez. Yes. Shut up and play the game. Yes. Okay. I need you to shut up and play the game. And you know how I'm going to tell you to do that? By demonstratively yelling at you. After walking, striking you out walk, while walking you're walking away, you. while you're walking away, not having no idea what's going on, L- I'm going to make it a big deal. Listen, this is not, and this is not. I'm not being stereotypical. That had a lot of Latin influence. Well, they're both That's, Latin dudes. It, yeah. you, you, when you get down to the Latin American countries and the way that they play the game and how they go after each other and how they talk and how they taunt and how they they just don't care. They're not. There's no biz. And, and baggy down in, in Latin America. They play the game with a lot of passion. A lot of passion. And as a matter of fact, that's what Nerys said. He said this was... Now, we're not believing everything he says because he said, yeah, there was nothing to it. It just That's just the game. Oh, okay. He had he had a receipt that he had to, t- to cash, okay? He had a ticket he had to cash on Julio Rodriguez. Here is Nerys talking about it after the game. Yeah, it's, it's part of the game, emotional, like, this situation today, this situation, uh, is nothing personal, it's, it's only trying to make all my team and, and, and pass up and try to play hard. So this, it's nothing personal. Going after the guy after you just struck him out as he's walking back to the dugout, it's nothing personal, though. Nothing personal. Yeah, it was personal for, for Hector Norris. And you know what? I'm here for it. I am here for it. Showing that emotion. Now, there could have been, it could have gotten a lot worse had Ryan Presley just done his job. What is his job besides getting guys out? His job was to dot somebody on that Mariners team. Because where was Chaz while Dubon was hitting homers and winning the game uh, for him? uh Aha, Scott Service, you did us a big favor. Thank you. Dubon was hitting a three-run homer to give a big lead because Chaz wasn't in the game because Scott Service, card-carrying a-hole, that's his new net, that's always in parentheses uh-huh. around his name, 
He dotted McCormick the night before with a 98-mile-an-hour fastball right to the small of the back. I'm telling you, Leviticus chapter 15, verse 12, God don't like ugly, Scott Service. And you know what happened to you? You got ugly. Wait a minute. That wasn't. I don't, <laughs> no. I don't, go, don't go read like it. Ugly. God don't like ugly. Read it. You'll find it. And you know what? I don't like ugly. Dubon was the, the redeemer. <laughs> Dubon. Dubon oh, God, God said, oh, yeah? Watch this, Scott. That's what I'm saying. God don't like ugly. This This is Leviticus. Trust me. And then, and and then God showed Scott Service why he don't like ugly. Well, did he also? That's why Maldonado homered is because hey, Jeremy Brantley. God don't like you being ugly to Dusty. Who's Jeremy Brantley? Jeremy Branham. (laughs) Jeremy Branham. God don't like you being ugly to Dusty. Nah, because Jeremy Branham takes joy in the Astros winning so you he didn't really get punished well, I mean he might he might want to be right more than he wants the Astros to win I don't know what his personality is some some people are like that but nah God don't like ugly and Scott Service felt it last night so so I got a text from a buddy oh there's Maldonado home run okay now maybe you can take it back I'm like it's not the point it's a first of all he did it in a four-run game come on they were up John four. No, and Maldonado has come up with some big hits lately. There's nothing. Maldonado has played much better of late, has hit much better of late. But there are so many opportunities that Maldonado has been up this season. I mean, he let, it's not even arguable. He's one of the worst hitters in all of baseball, and, and he continues to get run out there. But the guys love him. So I think we can all stop. Verlander loves him. Fromber loves him. Apparently, maybe Javier said, I want to throw, despite the fact that Javier threw to uh, Yiner the last time out and looked like him with 11 strikeouts with Yiner behind the plate the last time, the second to last time he pitched. Despite that fact, Javier might have wanted, we don't know. Did Javier want uh, Maldonado behind the plate? Maybe, and that's all fine. The guys love, love, love Maldonado, and that's all fine. As long as he hits, that just is great. Yiner could sit the rest of the... I don't care if Yiner sees the field again, ever, if, uh, if, if Maldonado hits. I'm just going to call him Mal- my new nickname for Maldonado is Vibes because th- I don't know why they like him. They love him. I, it's, they love him. It's the Vibes. It's got to be the Vibes, so I'm just going to call him Vibes because Vibes has that entire clubhouse on his side, and Dusty, you know, players, manager, is going to be one who sides with that. So, if my, And look, it, we've talked about it for now 159 games. 60 and 61 and 62 are coming up after the day off today. Enough with the the, the Maldonado. Why is he playing? We know he's going to play. Yeah. It's, and it's over. Thankfully, we don't have to we don't have to worry about him coming up small in a big situation that cost them a game cuz he he hit and the rest of the Astros hit. So, I've just accepted it. We all should and um just hope it doesn't become a problem in the playoffs because there's no, no there's no fighting it. There's no no. It is what it is. Now don't let it, you can't let this aggravate you anymore. No, because they're gonna they're even they're in make the, the biggest games of the year. Yes. He was out there, so forget about it. It's over. Just accept it. Yes, yes, yes. It is over, people. Let's just enjoy them winning baseball games. Now the next time Maldonado comes up in the third inning with the bases loaded and strikes out or hits into a double play. <laughs> Understood. Part of fandom. Understood. It is. It is. They're gonna, their heads are going to explode. And this is what happened. Listen. The reason that we're on this so often is because Maldonado. He, you can win a game in the second inning. I think we we saw that. We saw that in game one of this series against the Diamondbacks when you put up a three spot. But guess who was part of that and put up that three spot? Maldonado. He was in the middle of it and got the got that job done. So, so many times though this season he hasn't. So. This is the problem. You know what? It ain't a problem no more because the Astros won. Now, it ain't over yet. I would say that this Mariners team has got to be about as dejected as you could possibly be. I don't know how they can bounce back. Starting tonight against the Rangers, you know, it's good. It's probably good that they don't have a day off, that they got the Rangers right away. This right after the Rangers swept them, and then the Astros beat them in the biggest game of the year. This 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 Mariners team has got to be feeling really 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 low right now, and that fan base was pretty empty. That stadium there toward the end, wasn't it? it was well, pretty, yeah. when they were getting their heads bashed in, people decided to go home. Kind of uh, how it works. Uh, but what a what a after a, the run that they were on, the collapse by this this Mariners team. Yeah, it's ugly. You get into you start playing your your AOS opponents and and as you mentioned, big series and big games, and they completely completely capitulated. And the Mariners broadcast was talking about late late in the game about what what 
What would the Astros want? I'm sure they're going to be rooting for the Mariners because they still have eyes on the division. At this point, I would prefer a, a low-stress weekend. So if if the Mariners want to lose the first couple games of that series and kind of wrap this up for us, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, sure, the division is – I feel like the division is a pipe dream right now. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got to you – gotta, you have to be great against the Diamondbacks and have the Mariners be terrible. Yes, absolutely. It's sure it's possible, but I don't want to go into the final day thinking about all the scenarios. If it comes down to it, get let the, get the Mariners out of here. Yeah, I, I think care. we want the Rangers to win tonight. Yeah, I yeah. think let's 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 end get it. In, get Maybe in. you don't have to pitch Verlander on Sunday. He's scheduled to pitch Sunday, right? What we want, what we want, and Toronto is not cooperating. Toronto's lost its last two games. Yeah. What we want is to be the sixth seed and go to Minnesota. That's what we want. But Toronto's got to win some Toronto's ball games. Toronto's got to win some games. Now, if the Astros lose and the uh and the and the Mariners continue to lose, then you might be okay if Toronto Toronto in their final se- series of the of the season win some baseball games. That would be nice if Toronto takes care of some business here in the last weekend of the season and gets you into the 5th seed. So, it uh, gets you into the 6th seed. You want to be in that 6th seed. The Blue Jays have tonight against the Yankees, and then, ooh, at home against Tampa. Wow. Maybe that series just moves down to Tampa after this weekend. That That's interesting. Yeah. They've got Tampa in this last. Now, Tampa's got nothing to play, play for because they're they're locked in. Well, actually, they can still win. Technically, they can still win a division, but it that probably ain't happening. Tampa is now a two and a half games behind Baltimore. They'd have to win. To, Tampa needs to win tonight, and Tampa would need to, uh, you know, probably sweep this weekend. So they got something to play for. the The Blue Jays have a lot to play for. They're eighty seven and seventy one, while the Astros are eighty seven and seventy two. So if Tampa loses, Toronto loses tonight, there's basically a tie for that fifth spot. In the postseason. And I said Verlander's schedule goes Sunday. He's scheduled to go Saturday. France, at least, he's probably will go Saturday. Uh, If this could be over by Friday, is it possible for it to be over by Saturday? Like, to secure a playoff spot? After the game, possibly. After the game. Sunday might not mean anything. Yeah. So, so Verlander would have to pitch Saturday, you think? Yeah, Verlander's probably pitching Saturday. They can't. They can't get... I think that was the the announcement. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out if there's a way mathematically... to have the Mariners lose their next two, the Astros win on Friday, and then not have Verlander pitch on but, Saturday. But we got to worry about this Toronto thing. We def- understand. Yeah. So, well, if you don't have to worry about the Mariners, then you can start losing ball games. Uh, so you can see the so you can see the Twins. That's what I'm trying to figure out. A, yeah. If Verlander doesn't have to go, and you you don't you don't openly quit, but you just toss away Saturday and Sunday. So you can so go you to Minnesota. Go, so you see Minnesota. Yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping if if since we kind of figure. The division's not really in the cards. Let's find a way where we really? don't have to pitch our best guy on Saturday yep. or, and and throw a bullpen thing on Sunday or however they want to do it on Sunday. I think we want Tampa, that, that mausoleum. No. We don't want to be in there. No. We're going to take a break. 713-780-3776. you got any thoughts on anything we've talked about, you're more than welcome to come on in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN 97.5. God listens to us, too. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, 720, let's go. 713-780-3776. We've been complaining about this this, uh, team all season long, and now they come up with the biggest win of the season. Let's go. Come on. Give Dusty his props. Dusty managed a hell of a game. You know why Dusty managed a hell of a game last night? Tell me. Because they pitched really well and they hit really well. So he was a great manager last great night. Great manager. When the players performed really yes. well. Yes. And despite the fact that Chaz, and I saw John McClain tweeted, there's no Chaz McCormick or Yiner Diaz in the lineup. This is pathetic. Okay. It's, 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 it's like a, there's an epidemic of, of lineup. I mean, we're all lineup experts. Yeah, it's a, I, it's we're 159 games in. We're still every day. It's a lineup discussion. Look, Chaz is fat and, and is sore. He can't. He couldn't play last night. Chaz is not fat and sore. That's what I've been told. He he was sore. 
Hey, hey, Chubby, are you, how you feeling today? Nah, I'm, I'm a little, a, I'm a little sore. Got me in the fat of the back there. <laughs> yeah, can't go out Skip. there. Can't go. Dubon played well because he's he's thin. Dubon did play well because he's thin. Yeah, Dubon's come up with some big hits this season now. Dubon has come up with some big hits. Dubon was just a guy before this season. He, he was a guy who came here. You know, did some nice things. But when the postseason got here last year, he was persona non grata. He was just a forgotten man. He ain't going to be this year. No. I don't know how you're going. Now, with Uncle Mike back and hitting, now Uncle Mike might be sore for another month yeah. after last do night's we, game. Do we get him once every four days, five days yeah, now? I don't, I don't know. Because, it, look, if Dusty thinks that he can get four hits out of Michael Brantley as long as he holds him out of the lineup for three days, he might do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is my plan. I want him. I want him every every fifth day. Yeah, okay? like, a he's like a pitcher. He treats him like he's a starting like, pitcher. He's he's Kawhi Brantley, and he's our he's our designated pitch pitch hitter. Um, did you see Brian McTaggart tweeted out the X rays on Nerese are positive. He got that dog in him. He's got an X ray of his chest and, pit and bulls. It, there's pit bulls. Yeah, in he there. got that dog in him. Got Nerese that got that dog in him. I know I knew where he was going. You before knew where, before you even showed me the picture. I knew what that was immediately where he was Nerese going. of. All the pitchers we we seen because you know you talked about it earlier what Ryan Presley should have done in the ninth inning after he struck out Julio Rodriguez was hit hit a guy just to prove a point you ain't gonna see the Mariners again likely particularly the way they're playing that you're not gonna see them in the playoffs go hit a guy Norris got that dog I, I don't know if any other Astro pitcher currently has I mean Verlander's like the old the old veteran he's like I don't mind throwing that guys I'm not doing that I ain't got the energy for all that yeah. Norris though yeah. got that dog he got that dog. Listen, and, and uh, if you didn't notice it because they were coming out of a highlight, the first pitch that Ryan Presley threw was up and in on that hitter. And immediately was, hey, Presley was, went, no, 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 no. Hey, he, went, he looked at their dugout and said, no, guys, oh, I, was, I oh, wasn't throwing at him. Wasn't Presley. throwing at him. Oh, soft-ass Presley. What, Presley? Even if you weren't, you ain't got to be so deferential. You ain't got to, hey, guys, it wasn't, I wasn't trying. Just stand up there and be like, hey, man, this baseball. And if they got to say something, then you you snap back and go, I wasn't even trying to, but watch me now. I don't need you being like, hey, I, 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 please, no, don't yell at me. Stop it. Stop it. Just just stand up there. Just go up Some, there like Norris and go, what, what, what? Sometimes, oh, I wanted, I wanted to sometimes, see the bench, bench look, Sometimes pitches get away from you, and that's 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 an understanding thing. You understand that in baseball. You ain't got to apologize for not trying to hit someone. Yeah. Oh, um, so, well, you know, I mean, maybe, he ain't got that, you know what? The x-rays were negative. Yeah, maybe. I'm pressing. Well, maybe there That's is. our guy, though. Maybe he there, comes in studio well, with us. Maybe there is a dog in him, but it's like a like a little a dog you put in a purse. <laughs> yeah. A yapper? No, because even a, a chihuahua thinks it's bigger than it is. He's not even a chihuahua. I don't know what he is. Please, I didn't mean to. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, Presley. And then Presley goes out there and kind of does Presley things. Didn't give up any runs, but he was a little shaky. And I think he was too. shaky. So. I saw, I mean, there are people. God damn that. What the? <laughs> well, it was interesting what D- uh, Dusty did, though. Uh, he brought in Abreu in the seventh. Brought him back out for the eighth. Yeah. Brought Presley in to get the final out of the eighth. And then the ninth. And that never works out. Never, no. ever, ever works out. With a five-run lead, Dusty was he was he was managing this thing like it's a playoff game. We got to have this. yeah. And apparently, he went way over Abreu's former like uh, season high as far as pitches. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I thought the, I thought Todd, I think Todd Kell said he's never pitched two innings. No, he I, yeah he I think his career high at least his season high was like an inning and a third maybe. Okay, yeah. he had never gotten to an inning and two thirds yeah. at least this year. So he did that. Yeah, so he did that, and then it, he was close to what maybe did he get over forty pitches was certainly a season high as well. So Dusty was out there going, we ain't losing this one. No, Dusty said we, we okay. Monteros, you stay there, standing. <laughs> what if he? Had, we don't need what you tonight. If we saw Montero Good. warming up at any point. Listen though, Abreu. It's, uh, somebody made the point last night. Abreu, what? Forget all these. What Montero? All these money. We're talking about all this money for all these guys. We need to keep Abreu. Yeah, you need to keep Abreu, and you got to keep Abreu happy because Abreu, you know, he had his a little bit. Look at his ER. Look at everything about him. Look at everything about him. He's got closer stuff. Once Presley. Listen, if Presley struggles, continues to struggle, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's not a Brayu in in the ninth. Although Dusty Dusty's dying with his guys. 
Dusty's going to that wall with his guys. There's no question about that. 713-780-3776-727 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Jerry, we get you on the other side. Come on in. Anybody else? 713-780-3776. You found ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I can feel it. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them. Fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back. 713-780-3776. Let's go. Get in here. Jerry's here. He wants to talk about his Astros. Anybody else, we're going right to you. Let's go. 713-780-3776. What's going on, Jerry? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, big win for the Astros. Uh, I have a comment and then a question. Uh, Last night, you know, I was, I was very happy that Neris was able to get it to strike out Rodriguez. Uh, my wife wasn't. She preferred that Neris would have nailed him in the dark like Chaz because she just let out love Chaz. And another thing, uh, the other night when the bases were loaded and we put up Singleton uh, over Brantley, what, what is the what is the job for the bench coach or the hitting coach? Like, do they just sit there and then let Dusty do whatever he wants, or can they just stand up and be like, "Look, Dusty." you got to put Bradley over Singleton in. You know, there's a hierarchy there, man. You can give your opinions, but that, that the big guy makes the decisions in any head coach, manager. Uh, you know, you just, okay, Skip, that's what you want. That's what we'll do. Uh, they're there to advise. The bench coach is there to advise and give him the, the best options. I don't know how much he listens to Joe Espada. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether or not. I don't know how much you know input they have. Let's say in the. I don't. I doubt they have much input in the lineup. Uh, but data, you know, in the in-game decisions, I would hope that they're discussing stuff. Stuff. Skip. We got Brantley. We got Singleton. Who you want in this situation? You. Hey, Skip. Singleton's got a four ten OPS against right-handers. I don't. Did you see that? I really don't think it gets. <laughs> did you see that? That skip? deep in the moment, I think he knows the advantages. He just doesn't care. He told you nonsense. Whether we think it's nonsense or not, he I, told you I why think he didn't. He uses a lot of feel, but he, 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 ain't wor- he ain't worried about all the analytic stuff. But I'm sure he's he's aware. Maybe he's not. Being, I don't think he's being shown in the moment, and feel is what you're talking about. But he knows that Brantley that Brantley's the better option. He told you he didn't want to hit he didn't want to hit Brantley there cuz it takes him too long to warm up. He told us that. <laughs> well, then maybe you should have had him up. I don't well, know. Well, that, aren't you anticipating well, yeah. hey, if this happens, hey, we're coming up on the bottom of the order here. Hey, Brantley might want to start The moment a guy gets on, you want to get off your lawn chair. <laughs> yeah, start warm. How long does it take? You, Long, I, is he longer are than a reliever? Banning him over there that he, you know, and maybe he was asleep. I don't know. Yeah, we can talk about what a spotter might tell Dusty, but if the reason he doesn't put Brantley in is because it takes him too long to warm up, then it ain't nothing. It well, ain't nothing about well then numbers. Well, that's first not saying, hey, Skip, guess what? Bottom of the order's coming up. Brantley, get loose. So Dusty doesn't know the bottom of the order's coming up, or when the first guy reaches base, it might be time to say, hey, there might be an opportunity. Hey, Brantley, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Run some wind sprints or whatever it takes to warm up. I think Dusty was re- he was resolved to not play him at all that night. He had a plan for him to play yeah. on when, on um, Wednesday night. Yeah. And he wasn't going to play him. Guess what happened? Well, Four Dusty, hits. Dusty was saying, so I, maybe we can get off Dusty now. Dusty okay? would say, I was right. And if those other guys would have come I'm through. Right. If Again, Singleton, I'm right. I ha- he told us, Sing- we have Singleton here for this yeah. mo- for these moments. And That's by the way, you'll thank me. But Yiner sitting there. How well, many people? How you'll many, thank me. How many people with him minimizing playing time will we have to thank him for? You well, Chaz. Thank, Chaz, you'll thank me. Not you. You know what? There's not a lot of tread off the tire. Oh, look how many more times you could have got hit, Chaz. I'm saving you. He's just. He's. I'm worried about your knees, Chaz. You're carrying so much yeah. weight, so that's why I don't play Here, as much. Here's, have some more banana pudding. <laughs> e e e. What are you? We'll look at you. Look at you. E. e. Your mother never feeds you. you come to the ballpark. Come on. 
Uh, Reed wants to get in here and talk about the Astros. 713-780-3776. Hey, Reed. I mean, boy, that's, he, he makes a quite difference, man. But uh, I'm thinking that they're saving Plunk and the Mariners for the first series of next year. I think that's going to be pay-per-view TV there. I think that they're going to go all-out brawl. I think that they didn't want to get into it with them and risk suspension this year with the playoffs looming. But I really think that the next series they have next year, whether it's you know, beginning of the year, who cares if he gets suspended, all that kind of stuff, they're really going to go at it. But that and I wanted to say, I, I, I just don't understand how one guy can come up meaning a brave every single time it's, he comes up. It seems like the bases are loaded, two men on, and every time it's a ground ball to the shortstop. He got lucky yesterday and got one through there yesterday, but I just, I've never seen somebody with such good luck with the bases loaded and such bad luck hitting. So that's it. This yep. one, chime in. It's amazing how often he just beats the ball into the ground. It could be when he's going to right field. Or that you're right when he hits it, usually to shortstop, but he got it through the hole last night. And that ball just, it, it hits right in front of the plate, and it still got through. Um, yeah, he and Maldonado, is, if it's a game situation, Abreu's at the plate or Maldonado's at the plate. It just is, that's just been their luck this season. It just seems like every, in time and time and time again. And quite frankly, well, I'm not going to get on Tuck, but. Tuck has been in a lot of game situations of late. Last night came through with the big double that uh, that 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 got that inning really going. Um, but he's been he's been a guy who's listen. Bregman has struggled. Tucker has struggled. Um, you know, uh, you know, obviously Abreu, but Tupon uh, has been coming through. Uh, Yiner has struggled lately. Yiner that that slider away. It's almost. I mean, I'm almost thinking, Dusty, because oh, Yiner has we been – Yiner has you really, think he's really – some days? There is a book on Yiner now, and Yiner has not looked great with the swings that he has taken. It doesn't – Yiner ain't taking no pitches, okay? No, not Yiner ain't about that taking He's not interested life. in taking pitches. No, he ain't taking no pitches. So, Dusty's right. You're, thank, you're thanking him. I'm thanking him. Okay. Uh, we talked about – Narice having that dog in him, and out, and then uh, Ryan Presley not. Hey, please, please, I was, I wasn't trying to hit him. We've got people telling us what type of dog oh. Ryan Presley has in him. Art's obviously That's making ugly. an appearance. Yeah. He's got that basset hound in him. What do you think about that? Um, I, I, does he have basset hound in him? Uh, we've. What about he's got that teacup poodle in him? <laughs> no, he doesn't have. Ryan Presley is the man. Okay, all-star closer. I've heard, I know. World Baseball Classic closer. That's fine, but Cody thinks he's got that corgi in him. <laughs> he uh, uh, I think he's got that Pomeranian. Oh, Pomeranian. He's got that Pomeranian. He's not in a him. Pa- Pomeranian. No, Can we stop we, this. We don't, we're no. not saying he's a Pomeranian. He's got that Pomeranian in him. Yeah, he's got that dog in him, but it's a Pomeranian or a corgi. <laughs> I like I like the corgi. Look at this. No, look at this corgi. Isn't this Ryan that Presley? Is, that's a cute. Dog. Isn't this Ryan Presley? That's a cute dog. That's what Ryan Presley has in him, John. That's a cute. That corgi. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Whatever you want to get in, talk about. We got we got other stuff that we got to get to, including Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is now a Milwaukee Buck. So how pissed are you because you were supposed to get him in Miami? He is my favorite non Heat player, but I. But I ha- have some comfort with an organization that always finds a way, so I- I'm not that upset. I know a lot of Heat fans are upset. Well, not only Heat fans, but Heat players. Well, Heat player. Well, Heat player. Well, J- Jimmy Butler definitely wanted Damian Lillard. Bam out of bio, probably even more so. But Jimmy's a troll, and like Jimmy, the, the new story, the story going around is like Jimmy's calling out the Bucks, and he wants the NBA to investigate him for tampering, and all the dopes are out. Jimmy's upset. J- J- Jimmy can't 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 deal with losing out. Jimmy's a troll. He went on Instagram to do it. It's, stop it. it. Does no one know who this guy is? He, in, he is a troll. He greets Max Struess, who's now a Cleveland Cavalier. They greeted each other by giving each other the finger. Coming in the, After they get announced for the starting lineup, they would just give each other the finger. That's who he is. Stop it. <laughs> I can't believe that's a story. He, he's a, he did, but he's a, oh, NBA, you got to look into the Bucks, man. I'm tampering. The, I, you didn't hear it from me, but, you but they're tampering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people are taking this seriously. <laughs> so uh, Dame Lillard goes to the Bucks. So a, a lot of people are talking about what how 
you know how iffy this how how what uh, uh, risky it is for the Milwaukee Bucks. But here's the deal: is if they didn't get Dame Lillard, they were going to have to give Drew Holiday two hundred twenty-seven million dollars, or just lose him, yeah. and not have any money to replace him. Well, he has talked about retirement this offseason, and if you watch them in the playoffs. How, and how Jimmy Butler did anything he wanted to him in that five-game series where Jimmy Butler had an all-time series. There's some talk of certainly needing improvement in Milwaukee. Giannis has not not really danced around the fact that he could leave. He talked about, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a great situation. Uh, hopefully it's in Milwaukee, but he wasn't he wasn't ruling out doing it someplace else. So the, he he activated the Bucks and they and they swooped in on a depressed market. They gave up they gave up Drew Holiday. Uh, a first round pick that would equate to drafting a, f- a fifth grader right now and a player no one's ever heard of. And then it was a three team trade. DeAndre Aiden goes to Portland too. Um, I don't think the superstar package that Portland said they were going to acquire, or at least have to get back to get Dame is certainly what they got. Um, it didn't help that Dame Lillard said Miami and Miami only. And then we found out through Mark Spears that 10 days ago or so Dame was like, hey, Milwaukee or Brooklyn, I'd be interested because he didn't see the Miami deal happening just because of maybe some strife between the, the Blazers and the Heat. They hadn't really talked since July. So, well, they didn't like, they, apparently, they didn't like the pay. They didn't want t- Tyler Hero. Yeah. Well, I guess you take 33 year old Drew Holiday and you either have to pay him or move him and see if you can get anything for him. So, that's, so you didn't like Tyler Hero, but you still have, you're going to move him to get picks. Now you have to move Drew Holiday to get picks. Apparently, that's what their plan is. We'll see how it works out. Well, for he's, him. Got, he's done the last year of his deal. Uh, how many picks are you going to get? That's the other thing. Yeah. Like you're, that's the there's the the national media selling it as Drew Holiday could change the course of a title uh, run for people, and I understand he he has he has a name and he's and he's been a really good defensive player. Maybe that's the this if you watch him in the playoffs, he didn't look like a great defensive player anymore, and he's older. So who is giving up what yeah. to get a 33 year old point guard? Yeah, um, so, so we'll see. DeAndre, his sons give up DeAndre Ayton. He's at the Blazers. Nurkic goes to the Suns, and Dame Lillard goes. That's basically the big package because Drew Holiday is is not going to be a Blazer. No, so uh, it, that's basically the package. the 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 Bucks win. Giannis wins. Yes, Giannis said, "You you know, you guys don't do anything. I'm out of here." And and they did something. How about the, so what? So Dame is going to have the ball in his hands. Middleton and and shoot. Not only is he the lead guard, he's the point guard. He's the point guard and the lead guard shooter. Yeah, you know, I, there's enough basketballs. Yeah, you know, Middleton has got to get his. Um, Obviously, Giannis. Giannis well. has got to get his. They got Lopez. That, that's and Bobby Portis is still there yeah. too. Yeah. So that 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 starting five is a good one. That's a good one. And that's cer- a good one. And certainly, they're older and. And everyone goes, what if an injury happens? Well, in- that's for everybody. But you talk about their starting five. Portis and Giannis are the younger ones. J- Dame has had injury concerns. He's 33. Uh, Middleton c- came back from an injury, a-, a long-term injury last year. He's 32. And Brooke Lopez is 35. So the window is the next couple of years before Giannis. Giannis can decide on an extension. We-, we don't know if he'll do that. But they've certainly placated him and said, hey, look, we made a move and you should be here long term. That's still a decision he needs to make. Well, the problem is is whether or not Dame is going to stay healthy. He yeah. only played 87 games the last two years. So yeah. uh, that's, you know, he's got he's, he's to stay healthy. He, what will be really, really interesting is if next summer uh, the Bucks are playing the Heat in the postseason. And at some point they're going to have to go through each other. Yeah, what, what, what the Heat do to – Pivot or or just stick with their team. We'll see, but we they've shown that their regular seasons don't matter that much. At least last year didn't, and they found a way even with Tyler Hero getting hurt in the first half of the first game that they can make a final. So, like I said, you asked me if I'm pissed. I'm not pissed. Dame's a great player. I wanted him, but this this team has done so much in the last four years that I have a, a confidence in them that they'll be okay. We'll see what they do. All right. Uh, if you think I didn't watch the game with some Coors Lights last night, you would be wrong. I uh, I did my part. I kept Texas chill, and it looks like it's chilling down. I mean, we had re- a really, really hot summer. I've done my part, and I think what I've been doing with Coors Lights, and oh, by the way, we've been giving them away. We've given away over 400 Coors Lights in the city of Houston, and we got more than 400 to go because we're giving away 975 Coors Lights this football season. Keep on listening to find out where our next Coors Light 
uh, giveaway is going to be. But here's the deal is I'm doing my part. Are you doing yours? Are you keeping Texas chill? Are you keeping Houston chill? When you're all PO'd about Dusty's lineup, you can chill out. You know how you chill out? With a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. You're looking for the best way to enjoy whatever it is that you're doing. And I don't care what it is you're doing. It's going to be better with a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. Celebrate your team responsibly, but do it with Coors Light. ESPN 97.5.com. Take his pork chop. I don't want his pork chop. I want his life. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The number as we head down to a huge, huge weekend. Ryder Cup. Okay. Did you? No. If you're talking about golf, the answer Did you no. see Victor Hovland hit? A four. He had a hole in one on a par four. No, what? I, I came in here and you pretty much insulted me and said you could no. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I could never do that. I've no, never. You've never done that in yeah, your life. I never, never will. I never will. I ne- I'll never. So Victor Hovland is a greater is a better person than you. Why? Because he plays golf. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Is Phil Mickelson everyone? About, everyone is about Phil, Phil Mickelson is a better is a great person. Human. Okay, Hall of Famer. Talk, don't don't you besmirch that's that. That's not what his former friends say. Well, no, he's yeah, he's also. Yeah, he kind of turned states up. Yeah, how are you going to side with the snitch? He's a snitch. There's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do. Let's get some calls in here. They want to talk. Ryder Cup? Oh, no, they want to talk Astros. Melvin wants to talk Astros. Hey, Melvin. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, now, I've got a couple questions. So we know that Yana and, and Pena are susceptible of those, what is it, sliders off the plate? Yeah. Why don't they just crowd the crowd the box a little bit so that at least if they're going to swing it, get a better chance of hitting it? And do the coaches, uh, the batting coaches, ever suggest stuff like that, or they just leave it up to the up to the players to you know make their own decision on how they want to swing the bat? I'm gonna hang up and listen. Well, you know, I don't think just moving in, you know, moving closer to the plate is going to solve that problem because now guys are going to bust you in with a fastball. If you're crowding the plate, then you're, and you're not going to be able to get around on that. And you're going to you usually break your bat because you're going to be hitting it on the handle. So, I don't know. That's it's. It seems like it's a a simple. If you if if they continue, if they're going to continue to throw your sliders away off the plate, and you're going to swing at them, then yeah. But once you make an adjustment, they'll readjust, and now they bust you on your hand. So, it, I, it's it's not as simple. It's not really just as simple as that. No. Do they make adjustments of bringing you closer to the plate and further away from the plate? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what hitting coaches are, are supposed to do. They're supposed to uh, figure that stuff out. He's just got to figure out that I can't. I got to stop. I got to be more selective, and he will be a much better hitter. Look, the dude is already a really, really good hitter. When he gets that out of his game, which he can and probably will, hopefully will, he's going to be money. He's going to be money. I think Lance put it, he's the first one that suggested, he reminds you a lot of Pudge. Yeah. He uh, does. The offensive, yeah. yeah. We, the pop, uh, you know, the his his hitting ability, he, he hits the all fields, He and his catching, he can throw guys out if the Astros would actually come to the plate a little bit quicker, if their pitcher would throw, come to the plate a little bit quicker. <laughs> he's got a gun. He does, he does it all. The kid is great. He'll learn. You know, that slider away thing happens to a lot of guys. He'll learn. He's just, they got a book on him now. Let me, let's, we're going to throw a slider outside of the zone and watch him chase it. The one thing that he's got to do, and he can, is be a, li- a lot more selective, is take more pitches. Look at more pitches because he's just a free swinger. Yeah, and obviously the pitchers know that. It certainly would help him. He has been great um, despite the last couple nights or what, actually what he plays. We, you kind of detailed some of that, a bit of his struggles. But, yeah, it's great to think about what he could become. And if he becomes Pudge, and well, you have to play all the time to yeah. become Pudge. But if well, he becomes he that at some point, yeah. at some point, maybe not as long as Dusty's here, but at some point, you're, you have a, you have for the first time since I've been here. I got here in 2002. 
and the Astros have never had a good hitting catcher. No, this is historic. Historically, yeah. they haven't had a yeah. good hitting catcher. It's, and I know catchers, for the most part, that's not what they do. But some organizations have found a way to get good hitting catchers, and the Astros have never done it until Yiner showed up. And at some point, he'll be the everyday catcher, and it'll be great. But until then, we can have debates about Dusty's lineup. Does My question is, how many people does Dusty outlast? Does he outlast Dana Brown? No. You think no? No. Mm-mm. You think Dusty remains? Dusty will leave before Dana Brown is no longer here. Because the, the Astros have kind of run through general managers relatively, relatively quickly. Some of it not their own doing. Some of it with, uh, with J- J- James Click, their own doing. Dana Brown is cemented as a dude they're going to depend yes. on. Dana Brown's going to be here for a while. Dana Brown's going to... Dana Brown will be their will general he, manager. Will he for, be muted by them hiring a, a president of baseball operations? They didn't because he went to the uh, who did who did he go to? He didn't he didn't come here. No, um, but I forget where did Stearns go? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, he was taken. He went to the Mets. Went to the Mets. So he's yeah he's he's not coming here. And I don't know whether or not you know Dana said. Hey, I, I kind of like it the way it is. We'll see what Jim Crane does, whether or not Jim Crane, Jim Crane does add to with a baseball operations guy. But, no, Dusty, I, I really don't see a scenario where Dusty comes back, if you want to know the truth. Oh, World Series win. Even then, Dusty. You're going to dismiss a two-time. In you're, a, you're not going to dismiss him. It's walk off into the sunset uh, as the champ. As he could have done that last year. I know he could have. The two-time champ. John Elway did it. This you know what? Oh, it's not good enough for Dusty when John Elway did it? Some guys like doing that. Others don't. Okay. You, you think Dusty, if he wins a second title in a row, is does he seem like the type who's going, you know, I'm done here? Does he? Has he given off the impression he doesn't want to manage anymore? I'm not. I don't want to compare the two, but, I mean, Joe Biden had has had a championship run for the last four years. He's not walking he's away. Gonna, he, he, might get, he might get pushed out, but he's not walking away voluntarily. <laughs> He's going to fall out. He's going to trip out. I don't know how this got to Biden. Shout out to Biden, Joe Biden's dog. He's got a, a he keeps mac- he's got He's got a great record of biting Secret Service agents. Big ups to his dog. I, I, that, I think so, someone wrote the one dog, one dog, a, a, one dog police officers can't shoot. So he's doing everything he, anything he wants. <laughs> For all the other dogs. <laughs> For all the other dogs that do get shot. That get shot by cops. <laughs> yeah. Ira wants to talk about the Astros. Hey, Ira. Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, ironic that um, uh, I'm calling about Dustin and giving him his flowers. You know, I, I'd hope that um, the Astros would uh, allow him to uh, leave on his own terms. And if um, if he decides to walk away, you know, let's say they win championship this year, that uh, they didn't walk away as far as being a manager, maybe they would offer him uh, front office position, something similar to what maybe they're doing with Reggie Jackson and maybe with like uh, uh, Bagwell. But one one thing, you know, I often I listen to you guys every morning, man. I have a good show. Uh, I, I hear y'all talk about his, I think his love for the catcher, his Maldonado, Maldonado, if I'm not mistaken. And what I, you know, I you know, Dustin knows more baseball than you know, and I, I ever can, you know, he's a lifetime baseball person. I think, you know, with him, what his value really is to the team is that he, he has a, a great feel for for the players. Like, you know, when he come in, he brought him in after the scandal, uh, he, he was able to, you know, be a common force. You know, we, we didn't have a bunch of young guys. Most of our people were, uh, you know, in their prime or, or veterans. And so he was able to kind of uh, calm that storm and keep the Astros on, on track. And so I think with, with his love for, I guess you say love for Maldonado, is really because he knows that his pitching staff likes his guy to call the game. So, you know, his, that little uh, hitting or whatever that, you know, the, the lack of hitting that Marminato don't bring, he got enough offense already. So I feel that he's like, look, let me, you know, keep the, the pitching staff happy so that they can go out there and, and, and do their thing. So 
know, I just want to say thank you, Dusty. Hey, we, we appreciate you here in Houston. Hope you know you guys can uh, get this uh, second back to back championship and good luck, strong. I hope you're right. I hope he gives us our back to back championships. And then we and then we find out what's going on with uh, with Dusty. It's I'm hoping, I'm hoping, man. I got into a little bit with a buddy last night. You know, look at this team. This is when you step up. This is when you nut up championship time. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Did you watch the last 12 games? <laughs> I'm not sure that, you know, a couple of wins against Seattle. Seattle's not, playing even worse than The only than team you are. playing worse than you are is the Mariners. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I'm hoping you're right. I hope this thing. But you know what? Never, what rarely, rarely, rarely happens is you flip a switch. It rarely happens because you think it this would be the biggest switch flipped. And yeah. as late as it's been, you allowed a division title slip through your fingers because you couldn't flip the switch against the Royals of right. all teams and the A's. So, if you needed Seattle, maybe, maybe Hector Norris is the galvanizing point. We're gonna find out. Maybe he the Astros, lit a fire. The Astro because it was. Four three at the time, right? Yeah. And the next half inning, they they beat the crap yeah. out of that pitcher who came in. So right. maybe we're talking about Nerys as a hero we needed. But what did I start the show with? Is, is he, he a, a hero or, or a superhero? superhero? It depends on how that the postseason run goes. Thank you, thank you. He was the hero we needed. Okay. You know who's the hero you need? Maybe John uh, Doc Linville. Doc Linville is really, really, really great at what he does. Doc Linville is going to get you the neo grafting. And oh, by the way. You know, there's a lot of uh, companies out there. They're moving into the city, or we, you know, will the hair and I don't, I don't know what process they're using. I don't care, but they say they're going to be able to get you hair. And Doc Linville says, "I'm going to get you hair at a better price right now." How about and you don't have? He goes, "I don't have to do sales. I don't have to do. I don't even care about the money. If you want to know the truth, he does so much." Um, cosmetic surgery that the hair thing he just he just uh, adopted and he turned into one of the best hair uh replacement guys in the city of houston he's one of the biggest and one of the best here so he said i'll tell you what i'm going to give you 50 cents off on each of the neo grafting and that could that could result in like a thousand dollars off on your neo grafting so now is the time to do it or you could get the prp it doesn't doc linville is here for you let him decide or you you get your consultation from him absolutely free <clears throat> because you're a 97.5 listener, and find out how Doc Linville is going to replace your hair. 975hair.com. That's 975hair.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. 